I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is PsychHacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is, don't blow the whistle on yourself. Now, obviously, I'm taking this metaphor from professional sports. If you're engaged in the flow of any sport, you're focused on the play, you're focused on the ball, you're focused on moving further down the field. You shouldn't be focused on making sure that you're 100% within the rules of the game, within the boundaries of the field. Obviously, that's something you need to keep in mind, but that shouldn't be your priority because there's somebody else on the field whose job it is to ensure that you're in bounds and playing by the rules. That's the referee. You can't be both the player and the referee at the same time. You have to trust that if no one is blowing the whistle on you, you might still be in the field of play. The play may still be active. Keep running down the field. If there's a significant problem, if you step out of bounds, people will let you know. Your coworkers, your partner, your friends, they'll call attention to the fact that you've stepped out of bounds. Now, I'm not advising that you go out there and flagrantly foul people to do things that you know are just against the letter and the spirit of the game. But on some level, if you're not fouling, you're not playing the game optimally. It's like, how successful could a basketball team be if it was committed to never fouling anybody? Fouls are part of the game, which means that you don't foul willy-nilly. You foul strategically in the service of your goals. So I'm not asking you to do something that's against your own conscience or something spiteful or malicious, but if you're policing yourself, then that's energy and effort and focus that could be better expended in the service of your goals. Trust that there will be people around you who will give you feedback. Hey, you might need to pick up the pace on that project, or you've been slacking off over here, or that wasn't cool what you did. People will tell you. And if they don't, maybe your behavior isn't sufficiently problematic to inconvenience them into giving you that feedback. Now this makes me think about machine learning. According to research, the optimal success rate for a learning machine is 85%. If it's more than 85%, they're not really learning. They're just demonstrating what they already know. And if it's a success, if it's a success rate of less than 85%, they're kind of struggling and most likely will arrive at inappropriate or incorrect conclusions. But if the machines are incorrect 15% of the time, that gives them space to actually learn and grow in skill acquisition. So are you making mistakes or fouling or stepping out of bounds 15% of the time? That's optimal. Because the more you do that, the more you kind of learn how to walk the line. With professional athletes at the height of their career, the action is always right at the line. In tennis, the serve is right on the inside of the line. In football, the wide receivers are going right down the sidelines, and they're putting toes on the field to keep the ball in play. The more masterful you get, the more you learn how to work with the boundaries, because that's where the excellence really occurs. So that's what I have to say on the subject. We'll talk more in future episodes.